I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to the Inspired Evolution, a show dedicated to helping you actually live the life that you love. I'm your host, Amrit Sandhu, international speaker, global coach, and loving podcaster. As a gift for tuning into this podcast, I have something really special just for you. My premium short course, which can teach you how to meditate in just seven days. You can download it now at www.inspiredevolution.com forward slash learn. That's www.inspiredevolution.com forward slash learn. Learn how to meditate in just seven days. Sit back, relax, and enjoy this powerfully insightful conversation. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of the latest episodes launching every Monday designed to help you live the life you love and keep you inspired to evolve. Welcome to the Inspired Evolution, and it is such a treat to be here today. We have with us Shana Lee. Shana, how are you? I'm wonderful. After that intro, I'm feeling real good. (laughs) Zing! Morning. Did you have your coffee? Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) For those tuning in for Shana for the first time, she's an intuitive coach. She's a writer. She's a speaker. She's got her own The Soul Frequency podcast. Um, It is such a treat to have you here today. Oh, I am so happy to be with you. This is going to be a fun conversation. (laughs) So let's dive straight into it. Like we can beat around the bush, but why should we? So the soul frequency, what does that mean to you? The soul frequency is your own energetic fingerprint. Just like we have a unique fingerprint, we have a unique energy. And Mm. for a long time, I didn't understand my own. And I had a massive experience where I really tapped into understanding this unique fingerprint that we have. And then I got super curious 
on how to understand it and all the facets of it. And then, of course, once I dove into my world, I was like, I got to tell people about this. So I've been teaching other people how to understand their energy, how to be embodied and aligned with that energy so they can really bring forward their gifts. Right. I love that. Um, what comes up for me in and around that is uh, how does how does understanding, because I, I, I use a, I use a language not too dissimilar to yours, which I kind of see like an energetic signature in things. Um, but I don't really use it to diagnose or, or, or understand. I just kind of see like I, when I see Jungian archetypes almost, I kind of see like, oh, that person has the same energetic signature as that person. Like, you know, that person is definitely like of Russian descent or that person's definitely Indian. Do you know what I mean? Like you can kind of see yeah. that. I, I, I look at it and go, oh, there's like an energetic signature there. But I think what you're referring to is a bit more dialed in than that, right? This energetic fingerprint that you're talking about. How does um how does that actually like when you talk about embodying it and you know how what is actually going on there? We're like we've each got our own expression. Is that what I'm hearing? And how do we actually go about tapping into that to then embody it? So how do we actually identify our um energetic fingerprint? Yeah. So most times because we are born into a certain reality and that reality is largely based on our caregivers, like our parents, right? Or whoever cared for us. And that's not actually reflective of our soul self, right? Our soul reality. And so for many different reasons, we get pulled in different directions, right? Mm. And, and ultimately one of the major reasons is we want love, acceptance, and to be cared for. Right. And so we learn very young to just make our caregivers happy, right? Or the people that are going to care for us or love us or accept us. And for some people, they didn't want to do that with their parents, but maybe they do that with friends or teachers or bosses, even when they're older. And so we develop a lot of things that are out of alignment with our own energy. And the way that people know if they're out of alignment with their own energy, I'll give some symptoms of that. Mm. Um, where you are, it can be anything from any addictive behavior. So food, alcohol, you know, sex, drugs, like even addictions such as like over-exercising, right? They are, are somewhat healthy, um, monitoring what you eat a lot. Like these are ways that we kind of self-insulate ourselves, and we actually tie up our energy right? By focusing on these other things almost obsessively so that mm. we don't have to feel the disharmony or the dissonance in our life, right? This is, these are symptoms of like misalignment or disharmony within ourselves. We also mm. do things like distract ourselves. Sometimes overworking can be a great way to not realize we're out of alignment. And while we're doing this, we are not experiencing our life fully on an emotional level. Mm. So, we generally, our ego generally doesn't want to see the disharmony or where the energy is out of alignment. Right. And so it ties us up in all of these behaviors, but it disconnects us from our emotional self. So over time, we're storing emotions, we're in disharmony, we're, mm. we've got all these exterior behaviors going on. And what it looks like from my vantage point as a healer, the way I'm shown it is almost like the inside of a computer mm. and and it's like the programming is off right so it's showing me where the programming is off 
from the intention of the soul self or your blueprint about why you came here, right? Like we really want to fulfill this idea of we planned on doing some certain things and learning some certain lessons when we came, how do we move into alignment with that? So, so there's a lot of different things that are pulled in and, Mm -hmm. um, and a lot of different details to really understand this. But what happens with people as we start to, this is a lens you can look through, right? As we start to look through this lens, um, we start to feel what I, I call it drafting. Like, you know, when you can ride behind somebody and just kind of draft. Oh yeah. Slipstream. <laughs> right. right? Um, and so it's kind of like that energetically where, where the energy just starts to create opportunities for you. It starts to pull you forward. It starts to, I call it the land of little miracles where things just start to step into your life. And that's how we know we're starting to move into greater harmony with, with nature, with ourselves, with who we came to be. Oh my God. I love that. Just as a visual, just like picturing myself, like being in the slipstream of my spirit is <laughs> just like, it's such a great visual. Um, like, oh, take me energy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just kind of cruising, like in the wake of the boat that is a spirit. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And, um, as you said, there was quite a few details that, you know, that is in there. And one of the things that I would like to hone in on just because it's coming up for me is, is this, is the dialogue between alignment and balance. Um, I think it's, it's one that um, I've, yeah, it just seems really pressing at the moment for me personally. Um, you know, when we're like, there's this idea around, let's just align to what we do um, and go all the way in. And I'm, I'm reflecting on that. And from my perspective at the moment, just being in such deep alignment, I find a lot of flow comes out of that space when you're, when you're aligned, um, which is what I'm assuming you're saying is like aligning to your energetic fingerprint as well. You can find that flow. You'll feel like you're in slipstream to your, um, to great spirit as well. So in there, one of the things that comes up for me though, is I used to think that once I was aligned, it was just a matter of going all the way in. I'm now sitting recently with this idea of balance. I'm not sure where it fits. Like I still prescribe to my ideology that once you're aligned, you are in balance because you're aligned. You like, you know, the balance brought you into alignment. Um, But I'm realizing that even, you know, there's a deeper conversation to be had around balance for me in terms of, you know, looking after myself and making sure that, you know, like I can actually serve that message that, that, that embodiment of, of that, of that essence. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what your awareness of, I guess, the alignment and balance kind of conversation is? So I see those as two different things. So alignment means you're going to have a lot of universal forces at your back, mm. right? So you're going to be able to manifest things quicker. You're going to open doors. You're going to feel almost as if I'm not doing anything really, and doors are opening or opportunities are coming, right? And that that feels expansive. It mm. also can be overwhelming and take over our life, right? Mm. So just like when somebody gets, let's say, psychic messages, right? When someone is newly getting psychic messages, they might come to me because I coach people and they might say, there's so much, like it's like taking over my life. And I'm like, well, you can ask for it to stop so you can rest, right? And this is where balance to me comes in. Mm-hmm. Like you may have all this energy at your back and you may have turned the faucet on. It doesn't mean you have to have the faucet on full blast all the time because you become soaking wet, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where you, right, get to choose 
when I turn the faucet all the way on and when I know I'm discerning that I need rest, right? That I need to be quiet. I need to go within because when we go out in the world, it's an expansion, right? And like we know in nature, everything that expands then contracts, just like waves crash on the shore and then they pull back, mm. right? So it's completely unnatural for us as human beings to be in a constant expansion state. And, you know, it's interesting because a lot of people who are high achievers are trying to exist in an all the time expansion state. These are a lot of my clients mm -hmm. and I'm always like talking to them about finding the contraction, right? Because the contraction, well, the contraction to most people feels scary and awful. Like if I go and I contract, am I giving up my success or my expansion? Mm -hmm. You know, will mm -hmm. I never come back? That type of thing, right? If I don't say yes now, it, it'll never come across my plate. But the contraction is a necessary part. It's almost more active than the expansion, right? Mm. It's just inner activity. But what it does is it allows greater expansion, right, than even mm. before. So we have to get used to this idea that we are part of nature. And if you watch nature, there is just like there are seasons, right? There's a contraction season and then an expansion where everything blooms. And just like it is with the waves, it is with us. And burnout is what happens when we try to exist in constant expansion. Mm, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing that. And uh, yeah, it brings home a, a metaphor for me because I, I spent a lot of um, a lot of my winters here in Melbourne. Winter in Melbourne can be quite intense. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Um, like uh, running away, not really running away, but yeah, running away <laughs> to travel and give talks and, you know, also uh, like Europe in summer is amazing. So we had the blessings of basically cashing in on two summers, you know, the Australian summer and then the European summer. Um, but never really slogging it out for a full Melbourne winter. And I remember one time I actually made it, like we did, I didn't go travelling um, through Europe. And actually that's happening again, literally, as we speak, because of the COVID restrictions. Um, wow. We're going through a full, a full cycle. And that winter was actually the winter... It was it was really intense. It was really hard. And it was for that reason, like I could almost be a sun worshiper, <laughs> if you will. Um, I love expansion. I love the sun. I love the light. Um, but also like understanding that there are cycles, 
right? There's this opportunity for us to like exactly how you're sharing with seasons. And I sort of had this, the drop in at the back of that winter was this, you know, awareness of the cycles that, you know, the sun kind of has this glow, which is in summer, it's just this big round orb. And then in spring, uh, in autumn, actually, the little triangle bits pop out and it has that little spiky sun that we're used to seeing. And then winter, that orb actually shrinks, you know, back to like just the core of, of the centre of the sun. And then in spring, the, the triangles start to emerge out of it again. And in summer, it's this expanded thing and we're consistently going through this breathing um, in alignment with nature. Now, the the key thing, and I think what I wanted to just bring home to is that first winter was actually what gave birth to my podcast and giving birth to the podcast is what gave birth to the speaking, the coaching, um, or the, all the consulting and the training. So it's it's really interesting to to hear you intuitively sort of share that, you know, from a really deep place, which is, you know, we think that when we stop um, when we stop expanding, there's this fear. It legitimately is there, which is why we run into burnout so frequently. It's such a common conversation in in most of these spaces. Um, especially with high achievers, it's like I've got to continuously expand. And when you look at it, the economy is geared that way, right? Um, yeah. It's kind of, and you could almost argue, and perhaps I'm extrapolating further than I should, but with the, you know, with the current COVID situation, we, we've been consistently expanding, 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 expanding. And people are like, now we can clearly see that they're trying to, in like they're, they're having the conversations, do we have our health? Do we look after everybody's health or do we bring back the economy? So that continue expansion, it's like, actually, we've got to bring it back for everybody's health and we've got to actually accept that we're going to go into a recession. And I can kind of feel that energy coming on now very much so as well. It's just there's this collective kind of contraction that's coming um, for all of us at this at this time, would you say? Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I think we have to be careful of what we give value to over something else, right? We live mm. in polarity. Mm. And so we say, this is better than that. Mm. And then we try to spend our life in what we think is better than the other, right? Yeah. Which is exactly to your point about <laughs> balance, right? That makes balance impossible. And so I think if we had a more well-rounded vantage point, that it's all worthwhile, even the hard things we go through in life, right? That we mm. learn important lessons in those difficulties. And sometimes things are birthed from those. And sometimes it changes the trajectory of our life. And if we can stay in that kind of balanced state of like, mm. all is good, right? All is what we came for. Then we can really um, move forward in our life powerfully and not get stuck with all the, you know, the little stuff that comes up. I love that. Thank you so much for diving deep on the alignment and balance piece. And uh, I want to ask you a question, and it might be a bit personal, so pardon me if it is too personal, um, but I often find with Inspired Evolution that, you know, oftentimes um, our biggest challenges uh, form our biggest gifts. And I see the amazing work that you're doing supporting people into coming into alignment with their um, their energetic fingerprint. You know, what was your, some of your challenges in this space coming to, was this always something that was present for you or were there some challenges in terms of, like you said, were, were you distracted or obsessing about things or addicted to things at a certain point that was kind of keeping all you of it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, all of it. Um, you know, I think um, I think one of my life lessons is about strength and about you know understanding humanity, understanding what it is to be human. For much of my life, in a funny way. I haven't felt super connected to feeling human, right? Like, like there's always been a piece of me that's like observing life as if I'm not a part of it, right? Like, like oh, that's interesting that people do this. And it's interesting that people do this. And 
So I've had a natural knack for that my entire life. And I've also been a person that everybody came to to solve their problems, right? Even as small child, even adults, um, and who people would share and divulge these very deep things with me. I mean, there's something about my energy that Mm. causes people to do this. And for much of my life, I almost like, I almost ran from that. I almost, I was like, I don't know what to do with that. That just seems, you know, it's, it doesn't seem like anything I would ever do as a career. And I was very intent on being successful. Like, I guess you could call it winning the human game. Mm. And for me, that felt like, financial success. It felt like, you know, respect getting to a certain level in your career where you garner respect. And the interesting thing that happened on that journey is that as I started to check the boxes off my list and reach the places that I thought were going to be the pinnacle, like that moment of, right? Mm. Like everything's amazing. (laughs) Um, I'm fully fulfilled. I didn't feel that way at all. And I actually started to feel worse the more successful I became, which was a really challenging thing for me because I really Mm. felt like there were so many ways I sold out parts of myself for this idea that when I get here, like I will feel good in my life. And it started to just get worse and worse. And that caused me, and I had all of the symptoms like, you know, struggles with food over my lifetime, like, you know, overworking, like I just did all kinds of things to not really look at the things I needed to see within myself to Mm. get real with who I am until one day I had pretty much checked all the boxes on my list. And I really felt like the jig is up. Like I had this moment where I was like, this is all a lie. Like I've basically been sold a lie at what causes people to feel good and be happy and be fulfilled. And I started to, you know, I worked around a lot of very um, financially successful people at the time. I started to look at these people and they were miserable. Mm. And it, it just started giving me this idea that I either was going to continue on this path and just kind of die in some ways every year, or I was going to need to change everything, which is a sobering experience to kind of Mm. come to that point. And I started to dismantle this very big life that I created and people were shocked and they were disappointed and they didn't understand. And, you know, there was just a lot of upheaval with that, but I knew no matter what, that I couldn't live that way forever. And so whatever it was going to be, it was going to be, and I just had to follow the path. And that was really what led to a spiritual awakening and me being able to see energy um, like I do. I don't think that that would have ever awakened had I not allowed myself the space to have it come up, right? Mm. If I had not been willing to step away from that life I had created, um, it left room, right, for me to see myself in a grander way. And what do you think it was that gave you the space to step away? Do you think it was just finally having checked everything off that there was nowhere else to kind of go and you just had to get better and look further? Yeah, I just really felt like I'm going to keep making more money and amassing more things. And I'm now very clear that that doesn't solve your problems nor make you happy. And so if I stay on that train, it's going, I know where it's going, right? I know how I'm going to feel in my life. Like I just got very clear. Like, I think some Mm. people keep feeling like, oh, if I get this or, oh, if I do this, like, then I will feel this way. And it just came to the point where I, the jig was up and I just realized 
this was never continuing down this road was never going to give me the sensations and feelings that I wanted to feel inside myself. Right. Right. That makes a lot of sense. And uh, yeah, I, I relate, you know, there's been a, there's been some real stark moments recently where I've been um, if where I've been realizing this in, in just my day to day, which is um, I'll be working on a piece of work um, and let's just say for the podcast or something creative doing, working on some like editing and back end of that sort of stuff, just having a look at reviewing stuff and it'll be, you know, it'll be nighttime and I'm still working away and I'm sort of thinking about it and I'm going, hang a sec. Um, what, what am I doing right now? And it's like, oh, you're, you're working on the inspired evolution. And it's like, yep. And the inspired evolution is all about living life on your own terms. Yep. And it's like, I get to be creative. Yep. That's definitely there. And it's like, what is the end mission of this? And the end mission of this is to, you know, spend some really good quality time with myself, my partner, um, my pet, my music, you know, and just kind of enjoy life. Um, but having a vehicle that supports me in doing that. And then I would stop and catch myself and I'm looking at my partner having dinner by herself while yeah. I'm working away. And I'm, so, and, I'm, and I'm catching myself going, wait, exactly what you said, right? It was like I was putting, I'm putting off like the thing that is right there and available to me right now in the moment for this future time when it's going to come to me in greater spades apparently in my mind and it's just like actually no it's it's right there can you just take a moment to just disconnect and it's interesting watching those moments because I think what I want to hone in on is you know I can feel it in those moments where it's like oh like my heart or my intuition or you might what you might call your energetics is kind of calling you to like there's life right in front of your eyes it's like right there waiting for you to step into it as opposed to the mind kind of being like, okay, cool. I've just got to punch out a couple of more things, just a few more edits and we'll get there, you know? Um, And it's this interesting dichotomy. And I think Mm -hmm. you touched on it very, um, very well when you sort of, you do for me anyway, well, good (laughs) is just right. Is (laughs) Um, But uh, when you said be who you are, um, there's that being who you are versus success. And it's just like defining success can be a real challenge, especially in today's society. I think that comes back to what you're saying, like, you know, nature versus nurture. Our definition of success is 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 wildly guided by um by nurture rather than our inner nature, which is to just simply be who we are, right? Yes, exactly. I mean, there's so much influx of information that we get, right? Mm. And there's so much reward that we get for certain aspects of success. I mean, it's really challenging for people to do what's right for them if it doesn't feel like there's immediate reward in that, right? If society isn't going to congratulate you for changing your life, then why why should I change my life, right? Like Mm. people, you know, it's this dissonance between what's going on inside of us versus what it looks like on the outside. Like, you know, a lot of my clients have voiced to me over the years, like, I get awards for being like this. Like people pay me Mm. money like this, right? I have built this, this image in this life. It doesn't feel good inside, but like, what do I do about that? Right. I already built this whole big thing. And that's, you know, that's that point where you have choice about what your future is. You can make a new choice, which I think is our human superpower. The ability to make new choices and create a new reality for ourselves is incredible and we're no we are so supported in that at this time on planet earth and i just 
I just hope that people see that possibility because I believe that Mother Earth is going to teach us some lessons over the next few years and help us evolve and see ourselves more clearly. And some of those lessons, some of our best lessons are challenging ones, right? Mm. Ones that call us up to something else. And I think the more, the more we have some movement around that, right? And we have some openness about allowing change to happen, the easier it is to move through it. I hear you. And wow, does this dovetail into the crux of what I was, uh, one of the things that I really wanted to talk to you about today. So um, we're talking about, and I think that's so profound, just we are so rewarded for like the false apparitions of who we can be at times. You know, there's societies like, yeah, like you said, I'm, I'm getting, I'm celebrated for being, you know, um, a hard worker or I'm celebrated for, you know, some of these toxic patterns that are, you know, not necessarily serving me or being stern with others and not loving and kind, you know, and these are just some, some low hanging fruits in, in, you know, there's so many in there. And what's precipitating for me in my mind is that we are rewarded at times for being false by, yes. you know, and one of the favorite things of yours that I hear you say is the truth heals. Mm-hmm. Can you help us unpack that a little bit further at this juncture? Yeah. So, you know, we, there's sayings we all know, like the truth will set you free and things of that nature. Um, but what I've found energetically is that truth is ultimate harmony, right? It's your energetic, when I was talking about disharmony, truth is mm. energetic harmony and truth is, you know, there are universal truths and mm. then there are personal truths, right? So, and your personal truths might change. Like you might feel differently on your personal truths now than you did five years ago because you've Mm -hmm. discovered more things and you've opened up in different ways. But when truth happens, when we learn a new truth, right? um, It impacts us, right? Like, let's say you, um, let's just use the example of in relationship. Let's say you think you and your partner are fine, right? Mm -hmm. And one day you come home and your partner says, I'm leaving you. Like that is a truth that changes the whole trajectory of your life in a second right? It sends things into motion. And there are positive truths that we, you know, that feel good and that we're moving forward. And then there are tough truths that we understand, but understanding the energetic power that goes on in that moment, right? You were heading down a certain possibility cloud, right? Call it a road, a possibility road. We have all these different possibilities that we can link link up with, right? Mm. Like, you could have gone to a different place, not met your partner and met somebody else, right? And yeah. you'd be down a different road, right? Mm. So we have these different roads. And when a big truth like comes, it creates a fork in the road, right? Or it creates basically a turn off the road that you're on altogether, mm. either by your choice or by something that happens in life. And so it is one of the most powerful energetic catalysts. And we don't, we don't really think about it like that. Like we don't really understand that. And so what happens through the process of like, when I'm opening people up to truths, I'm basically seeing the deeper truths, the things that they're not seeing at this time. Mm. And I'm just helping them bring that to the surface, bring it up to conscious awareness and then allowing, like, I don't need to do anything else other than bring it to conscious awareness. And then that truth really takes on an energetic life of its own, right? It, it sometimes needs to be processed emotionally, sometimes needs to be processed mentally, sometimes there are choices around this truth, but it is going to change the trajectory that somebody's on. And so when you think about 
the little truths and then the really big truths. And we start looking at this and seeing what really lies in our soul self as truth. And sometimes people feel it in their body, right? Sometimes we feel like you feel when someone's lying to you, right? Like it's like, oh, it feels awful in my body. So when we feel truth, it feels like, oh, even if it's sad, it's like, okay, I now know the truth, right? I now can make choices based on an accurate vantage point. And mm. so it really may, it really causes people to move into a healing process. Now, some people's healing process is largely emotional to begin with. Some people it's very mental. Some people it's a spiritual process. It usually touches every area of somebody's <laughs> life, right? At one point or another, but, but it, it can be through different doors. So let's say you discover a truth in business that you needed to see, like that truth is at play everywhere in your life, right? On some level. So it's going to shift some energy in relationship. It's going to probably shift some energy in how you're showing up in the world, right? Everything touches everything else, right? Mm -hmm. um, but there's usually like a doorway in, right? So somebody wants to talk about a relationship or they want to talk about business or they want to talk about their physical health, right? There's usually some pain point that we're having that's kind of our introduction it's like welcome to deeper truth <laughs> <Come on in. laughs> right? so, yeah. yeah no i really appreciate that and um and yeah i i really value um just the the eloquence with which you you highlighted the distinction there is universal truth and there's personal truth and there is the opportunity for your personal truth to continuously evolve and i think that is one of the challenges we have with truth just reflecting from my own lens is that you know i think we expect truth to be absolute and universal at all times and um one of my favorite metaphors for truth has actually been um this awareness of uh how do i describe this i was watching this movie called origins and they send down it's sorry it's a bit of a long metaphor but um they basically there's this extraterrestrial force they've sent down these nine sections of some sort of interstellar tablet looking thing and it looks like a spaceship and they've kind of dropped them in nine different cities russia china america australia all these major spots around the world and as they basically um drop these spots and everybody starts to like have a look at what this millet like how they can militarize or whatever this this bit of extraterrestrial information thing is and there happens to be a linguistic person that comes and starts investigating and long story short she realizes that they're actually all parts of one confined tablet right so the one kind of yeah. they have one contained message and it was really powerful for me because it was quite a quite a sci-fi kind of movie, but I took away the metaphor from truth there because basically in their infinite awareness or their extraterrestrial awareness, basically uh, the story goes that they put them in different parts of the world so that we could collaborate to come together mm -hmm. to the, to the absolute truth. So we could unlock this new technology that was going to guide us forward um, so that there was this collective awareness together, but we needed to be unified in order to do that. And that was a really big one for me because I realized that actually that is my responsibility is to basically scrub my tablet and make sure that my part of the tablet is as shiny and as healed as possible and as truthful as possible so that when it clicks into Shana's truth, when it clicks into my wife's truth, when it clicks into everybody's truth, it's done its part and everybody can actually read clearly, okay, this is the whole truth. Do you know what I mean? Um, but I think that there's such a, there's such a little, there's like this little slippery bit in, um, 
in in personal truth where knowing that it's not going to be absolute truth all the time that we then make space for and I'm not saying we're intentionally going out of our way to be dishonest but there's so many of these like we said before the rewards for being false that perpetuate you know the way we live our lives um sometimes that can perhaps be the back door in which it, it creeps in it's like you know sometimes I find people saying oh I know I deserve to be free and live the life I love but that's not really realistic and it's like well what part of it is not realistic do you know what I mean is it your expectations yeah. and your beliefs are you know what is your truth in in and around all of this you know is it the not realistic part or is this the first part which is you know I deserve to live a life that I love so it's interesting it's very interesting yeah it is in regards to your piece of like like upholding your piece right of the whole truth it's interesting um when I look at somebody's energetic field, mm. right, and I see the disharmony within, you know, there's a lot of um, kind of chaos going on, right, in this year outside of us. And there's a lot of, you yeah. can say that, um, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of us just feeling like, like there needs to be peace, there needs to be, you know what I mean? How do we like heal? How do we move forward? And, and there's a lot of also focus, even just in the forms of protests and, and standing up for rights and things going on. And there's a lot of stuff in our environment. And one of the things I'm consistently shown about this is that we demand certain things outside of us, which there's nothing wrong with that, but that we are also a collective vibration together of what is inside of us. Meaning when somebody has disharmony in their system and that disharmony reverberates out as your energetic field does, and let's say a million people have disharmony in their system and reverberate out that energy, that that is the collective energy that's being shared, right? Mm -hmm. And so really like all the things that we want to see outside of us we yeah. really have to ask ourselves: are we willing to show up to peace inside of us? Are we willing to create harmony within, right? So that, so that the vibration is really harmony within, harmony in our environment. I love that. Shana, wow. Thank you so much for that profound insight. Wow. Thank you so much for going there, the conversation around truth, the conversation around alignment and balance. Man, so deep, so fast. I, I just, I can't even believe it. I, um, I'm really grateful. For those that want to tune in to, to your work, um, what's the best way to do that for them? Uh, they can go to thesoulfrequency.com. Uh-huh. Perfect. And we'll link that all in the show notes. Shana, I really want to thank you for your time, your energy, your presence here today. But I also want to thank you for, I know it's a life's work and you, and you dovetailed into a little bits and pieces of, you know, how much has gone into informing the work and the, and the deep conversation we've had here today. So thank you so much for your time and energy and your presence. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. Thanks for listening in to another amazing episode of the Inspired Evolution. If you're loving these episodes, make your way across to YouTube, click subscribe. Fresh episodes are launched every Monday with highlights being released throughout the week. Thank you so much. And hey guys, just so you know, a lot of love, heart, soul and work goes into these episodes. So if you could, please leave us a five-star review and comment on iTunes. I love reading your positive feedback. 
It fans the flames of the passion to continue to create and help you live the life that you love. Thank you so much for your wonderful feedback. I can't wait to see you again in the next episode. Big love from Amrit. And remember to stay inspired to evolve. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlingbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.